beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hi guys, welcome to another week of Fill in the Blank. Hey Kayla. Hi Ayana. <laughs> Hi Sydney. Hey, yeah. <laughs> okay. So today we have a very special guest to our hearts. Yes. We absolutely have come to love her and know her, Miss Sydney Stanford. <laughs> Round of applause. Woo! <laughs> you all better be like listening. Well, if you're in the car, I keep Please the hand on careful. the wheel, but <laughs> like you have to yeah. cheer. <laughs> Um, so the way that Sydney uh, came to be in our lives is she actually did my first inter- interview ever. Um, really yeah, my first interview <laughs> ever um, where I and the only interview where I talked about my sexual assault. Aww. Yeah. And I felt so comfortable with you. So relaxed, mm-hmm. so safe with you um, that I mean, I didn't mind opening up. And we talked about uh, love after <laughs> assault. Um, so that was my opportunity to share my story. But now it's time for really all three of us to have a conversation. Yeah. This is an episode that uh Quite a few people have asked about several times, but we made we wanted to make sure we have the right guest for this. Yeah, and you are absolutely perfect for this because I mean, me and Kayla have been looking to talk about it. Um, So disclaimer: we will be talking about again sexual assault. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if it is a bit triggering or is a little bit heavy, like just be aware before you move forward. Um, So yeah, how are you, Sydney? Girl, I'm good. 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 You look good. Glowing. Okay. Glowing. (laughs) You're just giving me too many compliments. I'm not good at this. Right, I get all shy. I start shriveling a little bit right away. (laughs) How are you, Kayla? You know, I'm good. I'm happy. Like, we're in Sydney's space, and this is like the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen. It's so serene in here, guys. I know you see it. It feels like a sanctuary. Right. It feels like a sanctuary in here. All the plants, it just feels like so much life, the natural lighting. Like, you guys did a really good job at creating a home in here. Yeah. I cried. I did nothing. Thank you. (laughs) She's like, that's all my wife. wife. (laughs) Shout Shout out out to my wife. She did it, you know. Yeah. She she can seriously make it. Give her her energy. Seriously. I love this. Um, mm-hmm. But okay, well, before we get into the really heavy stuff, let's let's start off with something a little light. We're gonna yeah. uh, pull some cards from We're Not Really Strangers. We'll do what, like a level one, level two. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll just do a couple to yeah, start we'll off, and then a- we'll do some to end with, so that we can like Rapid level out the out. mood yeah. again. Yeah. 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 Okay. So who wants to pull? I have a pull. Okay. Pull. Okay. <clears throat> so we'll answer this question where we can like all select, and then this could like draw people to like find out more about us, but. Which one of your Instagram posts best describes who you really are? Ooh. Ooh. I'm about to look at your feed literally right now. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. She's like, oh, <laughs> don't look at mine. She's like, I'm don't look at it. Look at your feed. Um, what? Why are you popping up, Sydney? What's know. your Instagram tag? Oh, never mind. There you are. I'm like, am I shadow banned? Don't tell Oh, my God. You guys look so cute. Okay. Oh. I'm looking at a beautiful picture of her and her oh. wife. This is so cute. Oh, and look, then there I am. I'm there you are. How cute. Hot mama. Okay. (laughs) You're like, how do I pick? How do I pick? I need something that shows off your goofiness, your chill vibe, and your sexy vibe. Because I think that's 
like all encompassing of who you are. You all see me so great. I just love that. I'm just gonna take y'all everywhere. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like all of these fit you. I think that's kind of like the biggest thing for me, like with my social media. Yeah, that's why. Like I've grown a following of some sort is just because I've been just myself. You are. Yeah, Yeah. whether they like it or not, I do not give a that's yeah that's (laughs) the best way to be honestly i agree so i think my whole i think if anybody like wants to see my heart i would i have like a series on there that's like my whole like mental health stuff Mm. and it's honestly shows me from like a kid to be quite honest to now like talking about my mental health stuff yeah so i think that's when you say kid how young were you probably like not kid kid but like early 20 like 20 yeah, 19 20 yeah that's a kid yeah before wow. i moved out of my parents house. and even then you felt compelled to like share your story yeah because yeah. i was going honestly i started sharing stuff after my assault yeah. so i think that once that happened it just kind of okay wait, we'll, we'll, we'll get into yeah. that we'll get yeah. into that for sure okay uh wait do you want to do one for yourself kayla what uh instagram posts or for you? Oh, for me. Are you going to do one for me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I like, feel I, like, Ayana, your main thing is that you... Oh, actually, you were the... I guess I was just stalking you because you were right there <laughs> on my search. Well, should I be concerned? I don't know. I mean... You have a stalker. Look, right? he was just stalking you. Like, let me tell you. I feel like... Oh, this what? is a good one. Which one? Oh, the <laughs> the soulful. Uh, yes. So if you guys go on my Instagram, there's one where at we're at Soulful Chicago, and I'm literally I look cool in one picture. I'm flicking off the camera in another, and then I'm peace signing it in another, which is I mean pretty encompassing. I think yeah. of you when I think of peace sign. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> See, like, millennial. Yes. No. Literally. What's up with it? What's up? No, with I it? think I that too. that I think that that's just like the general consensus about just using social media for people that are like us. That mm-hmm. the important part is authenticity, authenticity. and it's just yeah. show different versions of who you are mm-hmm. like in each post so yeah i think i think i was just complaining today about how i have literally no sex appeal and every time i try to be <laughs> sexy my face does this weird thing like one eye is bigger than the other i'm trying to smize like it's just not and then i'm always tilting my head up like what, what are you doing I'm the same doing? way. I'm like so awkward that I just don't understand how people find sexy. Girl, you, you are girl. sexy. When I, I look at you, I'm like, come on. Girl, she's like, girl. <laughs> See, that means it's just natural. It's like, natural. you don't even know that you're doing it. It's, it's just you. Yeah. yeah. I, I gotta try. And <laughs> try hard. Maybe Honestly, you just gotta stop thinking about it. You're gonna age like a baby. Maybe. Yeah. You're gonna age. Mm-hmm. Maybe in my 40s, this will, that'll be a good thing. <laughs> but for no, now, it will. It all will I attract are like really old white men. Oh, no. Or like teenagers. Oh, oh no. no. Not the old white men. Right. Like, <laughs> we don't want They be in my DMs. Oh, no. That's strange. Anyways. The old white men? The old white men. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> A level two? Sure. Let's see. What's the most loving thing you've done for yourself recently? Mm. Mm. I rolled myself a joint. <laughs> <laughs> I love myself. Right. I love um, this for me. No, honestly, I just started working out again for the oh. first time in a long time. Yeah. And I'm excited about it because before it was kind of like done out of like, I hate myself. So let me work out. Mm. But now it's like, I just want a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, it, mine just transitioned. The motivation of it has transitioned mm-hmm. so much, but I can never be consistent enough. So I'm like, where? when is the real motivation going to come? But at one point it was like, I want a fat ass. And then it was like, I just want to be healthy. And that didn't last long. That didn't last long. <laughs> that that ass one lasted longer. I was like, the you know, works a lot harder. <laughs> it's like, I need a booty. I feel like this is, I just started working out again right before I came out of town because oh, my fiance's like, 
Yeah, my fiance <laughs> is making me do it, but I feel like the only motivation that I have is trying to get ready for the wedding. Like True. just picturing myself in my wedding dress and True. also picturing like me on my honeymoon. When I just want to be it's in October of this oh, year. Oh, that's soon. Very soon. Oh, but I'm here with you. We're having a wedding in December. Yes! So I feel you on that shit. Mm-hmm. The fitting into the dress, because I already know what type of dress I want, but it it my body better be right for the dress. That mm-hmm. I, I found it. my dress and the way that my dress is, it's like I have to be like like everything needs to be together there ain't nothing wrong with some spanks on the wedding day and that's just on purpose. that's true Thank you that's very true much. i love your it. day and fuck hello else. hello <laughs> and do what i want to do okay indulge what about Thank you what about uh, most loving thing you've done for yourself i'm about to quit my job period clap it up once again this is this is one of the (laughs) the first time well i won't say one of the first times but uh this is taking a huge leap of faith and really betting on myself Mm -hmm. as you should though yeah Yeah. fire ass bitch go ahead okay right you can do it yeah you gotta bet on yourself first before anybody else does it so Mm -hmm. yeah and you was not yeah. built for nine to five. That's all of us in this room are not. I built literally for nine have to five. that on my phone, on my screensaver. I am too creative for a nine to five. <laughs> no, for real though. I have it on my phone. Oh, for real. I like your, uh, the way you decorated though. Thank I you. Didn't see, I kind of want to just give you my phone. <laughs> Do it for me. I was like, where are all the doodles? It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I had the app and I got like halfway through transferring all the apps oh to be God. cute and stuff. And I was like, I'm done. That's the reason why I like shortcuts and stuff. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. so I have the shortcuts, but I haven't changed how those look because that was so tedious. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember actually how I did it. So the only thing that I change is the widgets. Like I'll no. change the pictures that's mm-hmm. on there, but everything See, else. Yeah, like, I'm not touching this shit. Yeah, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> okay. Well, Sydney, tell us a little bit about yourself. Wow. I, that's such a broad question. It's, it's always like, it's like uh, uh, what do I say? I'm 20. Uh, <laughs> I am Jade and Robbie's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Sydney. I'm an influencer of some sorts, I guess. Kinda, and no, I know. you're an influencer. influencer. You're an influencer. I'm an influencer, um, heavily in mental health mm-hmm. and um, sexual assault advocate as mm-hmm. well. Just mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this is so awkward. To it, is so, <laughs> it, is, it is a weird, it's a weird question. Um, okay. Um, so basically what happened was and why we're here today is I was assaulted by a dickhead and mm-hmm. he just happened to be a serial assaulter yeah. who happened to be a celeb of some sorts. Mm-hmm. A lot of girls didn't want to come forward. I ended up coming forward and like making a big stink about it and now he's in jail for 50 to 60 years and so yeah that's just a little about me yeah. i guess why i'm here <laughs> well yeah. tell me more about your passions i know you said mental health you do a lot mm-hmm. of uh, mental health advocacy for yes sure. yeah. i definitely um honestly i'm an open book yeah. i've gone through therapy i've gone through rehab i've gone through pretty much like everything yeah. and i am 24 so it's a little too much to be going through a little bit of everything yeah. yeah but with that has come i understand myself and I like to share that with other people because it's been a journey it'll always be a journey but it's been a journey to get to a place that I love myself Mm -hmm. enough to have grace yeah 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 heavy (laughs) on the grace so when did you start sharing more or when did you feel comfortable enough to start sharing more about your journey like yourself um it wasn't even like a comfortability thing Mm -hmm. I was honestly really uncomfortable like in general but like it was more of a necessity of like was it an outlet it was Well, I had never told anybody about anything that was going on in my life. I was kind of like one of those more private people because I've had a lot of shit go on outside of like being assaulted. So like, (laughs) you know, like I didn't really share that. But I think that once 
it became something about like other people and not just like mm-hmm. me like okay like all of these other girls were affected then i was like okay it gives yeah. you a passion yeah, yeah like it gave me a like i'm not fucking playing with this i mean obviously prior to all of this stuff i was like of course sharing myself but i also think that some of it came from being just a cute girl yeah <laughs> like i know that like that's how i got some of my followers too but i also yeah. know i have some heavy followers in the mental health and like yeah. sexual soul area yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's amazing because it's a really like big deal to be able to advocate on behalf of people who necessarily don't feel like they have the voice to do mm-hmm. it and yeah. so it's really inspiring when they have someone that they can like you know you could follow lead. and yeah. you know that this person understands and has the words to express what you might not be able to say out yeah. loud yeah yeah mm-hmm. definitely and I think that like having a platform while all of this was going down I'm like I just want to do nothing but like just hand it to y'all and empower yeah. you guys and I think within empowering other people I ended up empowering myself a bit on accident you, where did yeah. you get started on what platform I started on Instagram and I mean like I was modeling and influencing and doing my thing I mean like COVID also helped. I like popped off during COVID and like yeah. everybody started following me because I was living life in a bathing suit. <laughs> Honestly, period. Feel that. Yeah. I'm going to keep it real. That's yeah. the life. No, I for real. I was just like living my life and, but I, Honestly, when I got all my followers, I was really unhappy. Like, not unhappy mm-hmm. that I got followers, but just unhappy in, like, my life and yeah. where I was. And, like, what I was putting out was, like, a lot of fun. But a bitch was depressed. Yeah. <laughs> what did you feel like it was at that moment? Like, was it things around what happened necessarily with the assault? Or was it just, like, other life things that were that had you feeling depressed? Um, The assault definitely, like, weighed on me for sure. But I think it was, like, other shit going on. Like, I've had so many things go on. Like, my dad's had cancer for the longest. Like, mm. my mom's gone through her shit. My brother, I've gone through my shit. My grand, like, literally, like, life. I've done, life has lifed me like a yeah. motherfucker. So, like, there have been so many things that I've... Oh God, my train of thought. <laughs> Look, mine is bad too. Whoa, mine is so that bad. was really mine bad. Mine is seriously Whoa. bad too. I'll start rambling and then all of a sudden it goes, you. And you'd be no, like, literally, what? I was like, what were we talking about again? Where Someone am I? just plucked it out. Literally, that's brain. how I feel right it's now. It's like, ADHD. Yeah. You saw me lose it too. Oh, I was really like, bad. you were going. <laughs> like, you were on your roll and then you were like, wait, where am I? Again? I think it's because our mouths move faster than our, our brain does. Or the opposite. Whatever. The brain moves faster than the mouth yeah, can yeah. can say the words. They yes. can't catch up. And I was yeah. like, damn, what were we talking about? That was- <laughs> but yeah, you were just saying life had lifed you and you were just in it, the depression was coming oh, from. Yes. Yeah. Life had just lifed me and I was kind of low key, like depressed. Mm-hmm. And I think that that got me into these places of like going to therapy, going to rehab, mm-hmm, going to all yeah. of that. And like. I was like, I cannot be the only fucking person. Going right. This right. Shit. Like, I cannot be the only person that life is beat their ass treat it, yeah. treat it like shit right yeah. right no literally i'm telling y'all now i'm saying this to the camera team. <laughs> yeah. god and i have an agreement that i am done being the strongest <laughs> soldier and we have had this agreement i have told him i'm done i can't do it we I just, somebody else to do but it. it's so funny because we just had this same conversation same. on the last episode yeah. that we were because <laughs> we're all tired i'm yeah. tired i'm exhausted like my and i said this to my mom she got all freaked out the other day but i was like i feel like my spirit and my soul has served its purpose of what it's supposed to do and i'm not saying that in like a i'm ready to die in suicidal type way like god mm-hmm. fucking forbid but like i feel like i was put on this earth to help people and help mm. people navigate what they're going through and yeah. i feel like i've done that and like now i just want to fucking live in peace 
peace. Literally just like, oh, that's why you're trying to move to, um, to Costa Rica. To Costa Rica. Like yeah. I literally like everybody's chasing something and I think that's beautiful, but like, I'm just tired. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to chase anything. I want to chase my dogs in the backyard. Yeah. Like, Cause it really could be that fucking simple. Yeah. Like, so, I feel it. Yeah. It's hard, especially when you're the type of person, like what you're saying. And I could relate to that when you go through so much, like mm. you've had so many traumatic events happen in your life. You Sometimes, peace. but mm. even like, it feels like sometimes it's like unreachable mm -hmm. you know because you've been through so much you're just like you kind of get like scared like when things are peaceful like is what it gonna stay this way this? like is this sabotaging type yeah shit. like yeah. is this really peace like am mm -hmm. i gonna be able to have peace or is the ball about to drop especially almost? when you experience something like so tragic and, and traumatic like a sexual assault or yeah. like abuse or like mm -hmm. god or a death or like yeah. i mean those are life, life altering <laughs> things life those altering. are life altering yeah. things yeah um, and it can it can be it can get to to be a lot. Mm -hmm. um, oh shit! I had a question and I lost it. I oh. literally watched you lose it too because I saw your you brain. Yes. My, so my brain was, and then Kayla said something, and then immediately I focused in on Kay, what Kayla said, and it went sucked it out of you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why do we do this? Damn! Why are we all um, got ADHD? This it's is really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> See, and now I can't read and concentrate. Oh, at the same time. It's okay. <laughs> I can I can ask because I do have something until yeah. you regain it. I wanted you to just kind of like. Start off, if you can, the with journey. sharing. I want to hear the journey. Yeah, the journey, like your experience of what happened that uh, like unfortunately put you in the position where now you've been able to, on the brighter side, be able to be an advocate yeah. for other people. Yeah. So like she said, trigger warning, because I'm not one to mince words when I talk about this stuff just because... I'm I mean, you have to be very yeah. straightforward, straightforward with, it, with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, basically what happened was I was meeting with this guy mm -hmm. to, he's supposed to be a photographer and I was meeting up with him to do a photo shoot and I got there and he basically starts selling me on the idea of like prostitution almost, <laughs> kind of sort of like a high class prostitution. And I kind of like was like, no, <laughs> like yeah. this is going bad. Yeah. And at the time, I will say that, like, I was not one to speak up for myself or have boundaries. Young. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. I mean, but I definitely didn't have any boundaries. And so, like, he was like, let me give you a ride back to your car. I was like, sure. Mm -hmm. Go to the parking garage, car locks, end of story kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Excuse me if I, like, start to, like, I don't know why I'm, like, getting emotional right now. Sometimes I haven't talked about it in a long yeah, time. Just Sometimes it happens. Yeah. I'm like, damn. That shit happens to me, too. Yeah. And you be like, oh, I thought I was, I mean, I've I talked about I, this five yeah. times before and I was fine. Yeah. This is my first time talking about it since everything has ended. Yeah. And I think that may be why. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then after that, I didn't really, like, speak on it. I didn't tell anybody. I blamed myself for like yeah. weeks until I had like yeah. a whole mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah. I was like, shit, like I was raped. Like yeah. when it processed. Um, Cause even days after he was texting, trying to like make it seem like it was consensual yeah. and mm -hmm. stuff. And like, it was not yeah. <laughs> at all. Um, and I don't know if it was like one birthday, I got real bold and I posted it on my story or something like that. Like this guy raped me and like just called him out. Um, but a couple of months later, I was I had a friend who I was talking to, a guy friend at the time, and like I told him what was happening. He kept inviting me to events that mm -hmm. this person was at. And I was like, I'm not not knowing that like uh, that had okay. happened though. Yeah. Okay. And he didn't understand. I was like, no, no, not going. Like, <laughs> right. no. And finally, like, I told him what happened. And then one day I go on the like, he's like, I'm gonna handle this. I was like, whatever that means. I go on the shade room, I go on everything, it's everywhere, like 
that he got arrested, he this, he that. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> shit just, like, went down. And even though that sounds, like, very, like, <clears throat> he told my business, I'm so grateful he did. Yeah. Because, like, I wouldn't be here. So that was what started the whole... I think he had been arrested, like, two or three times because this had been happening for years. Repeatedly. Wow. Yeah, for years wow. prior to me. Like, I think he... It goes back to, like, 2014. How many victims uh, came Probably out? over 40. <gasps> yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that like, just took the wind out of me to hear over 40. Yeah. Like, And only 11 of them were in trial, which is still crazy to me. Including yourself. I actually wasn't even part of the trial. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. I was on, like call to be called in as like a witness because mm-hmm. statute of limitation of time had passed so mm-hmm. like I couldn't be a victim yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> sorry deep breaths yeah <laughs> it's yeah because I'm losing my breath talking about this but yeah. um yeah I'll, I'll I can I can share a little bit too and and talk about my experience um what I I was sexually assaulted when I was 17. Uh, it was a, a best friend at the time or someone I would consider quote unquote best friend, you know, in high school, you're just calling mm-hmm. everybody your friend. Um, but it was someone that I was very familiar with and I had known since my freshman year of high school. He was a couple of years older. Well, he was a, a, a grade ahead of me or two grades ahead of me. So he was in college at the time and I was a junior or senior I can't remember which and um when it happened I was we were drinking around each other he was Mm. with my cousin um my cousin uh uh was lesbian at the time so they were just like vibing on just like stuff that I didn't understand like sports and shit um and uh, (laughs) boy shit boy (laughs) shit like boy shit and and they were just uh, vibing whatever they were whispering for a bit and I didn't know what was going on but we were all drinking and at some point he was like hey let me show you so-and-so's apartment because there was a friend of his that lived uh like a couple floors in the same building and we went and at some point he was like yeah let me show you his room and I went and I, I browsed around and uh at some point I hear the click and I turn around and he locked the door and I go over and I'm like, what are you doing? And I try to unlock it. And he's like blocking. He's like, no, no, no. Like you can't. He's like, That's we're just going to chill in here for a while. And at this point, I'm a little tipsy. And I'm like, well, I mean, but but I started to panic on the inside. But yeah. you know how you're like, you almost freeze. Because especially with that freeze, click, you, you freeze. Do. Yeah. And so I just like tried to act like nothing was happening. Like, and I was being awkward about it. But then at some point he did just Because you don't want to mm. like accuse somebody yeah. of like, you're about to rate me, even though like that's the vibe you're getting. Yeah. You don't want to be you like, you also don't want it to like escalate. <laughs> And because I I kept thinking like this man is like he could hurt me like I mean rape is hurt regardless but even still like it could be worse than what it was and so I just like I don't know I froze and he he pinned me and it happened and afterward my cousin was just like oh you wanted that. She's like you were drinking, but but she was a year younger than me. She had also experienced her own trauma, so and she, she didn't, didn't know. She it was just projection. Yeah. But I believed her, and I was like, well, maybe I did. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did. Yeah. Um. And then I just went through a a downward spiral for a couple of years. Quite yeah. Honestly. Yeah, because it can do that to you. Because I mean, like, I haven't necessarily ever spoke much about it besides when I first told a couple of my friends what happened but I was kind of like in a situation like yours in that like the assault happened with somebody that I was like close friends yeah. with like yeah. somebody I considered like my best one of my best friends yeah. that has to be harder too because y'all have a connection and it makes you question your so it confused. makes it so confusing yeah. and I think that's the reason why it's been very difficult for me to like really actually talk about because of the fact it's like 
Like what, like, did I do something that gave the impression that this was supposed to happen, that I wanted this to happen? But then like, I knew because I remember the day, the day after I remember him texting me being like, oh, like, um, what did he say? He just said something along the lines where he understood that like how the night had went was not good. Oh, yeah. He he was aware. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't talk to him like ever again. After wow. the situation happened, I was just like, oh, yeah, like wow. done. Like once he sent that sent that text because like, I was so in. Not tripping. Yeah. Like I was questioning it and I was like, well, maybe it was something that I like said or did that gave the impression that this is what I wanted to happen. But then right. when he sent that text, I was like, oh, so, you know, and I know that that wow. shit was fucked up. Wow. Like, no. See, it happened again for me uh, in, co- in, in college because people think that people with sexual, and we just talked about this, people think with, people with sexual assault always go through a period of um, just not wanting to be touched. I did the complete opposite. opposite. And yeah. I, I was so over-sexualized. Oh, and same. I would put myself yeah. in these really compromising positions where I would drink too much and I'd be around someone that was unsafe. Just to take more power and say that it's yeah. you're in control, not right. I was just going to say, do you think that that comes from the position of feeling like you want to be in control of your body? Like, because hey. somebody yeah. took that that from you maybe yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i personally think so i mean not i've seen that not just with myself but with family members who have also gone through it like i have a family member and i watch them hypersexualize themselves and i literally like as soon as i was watching it happen because mm-hmm. i've gone through it i was like you can recognize it yeah i'm like you're doing something to get control because when i was in that mindset i was like mm-hmm. i'm fucking this person. right yeah fucking right me. i'm fucking like mm-hmm. i'm in control right. i'm having the sex like not mm-hmm. I'm being hurt. I'm being not you know? realizing you're re-traumatizing yourself. Oh, absolutely! I dropped my own morals and my own, like yeah. I was not myself. Yeah, and there's like an emptiness. All. It's like a void yes. you're trying to fill, and you think yeah. the experiences will fill it, and it's like afterwards, it's just all the wind just gets knocked out of you. When it, and then the when I think I finally, it finally like clicked for me, and I realized what was happening. Then I did the complete opposite, where I didn't want to be touched, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to have sex, and my sex drive was nothing yeah like nothing (laughs) yeah and it was an issue in every single one of my relationships because they were always initiating and I had no drive it's still something that like um Marcus and I work through because of the experiences that I have had because even not with just that experience but I've just had like and I explained this to him at the beginning I've just had like traumatizing sexual experiences where I felt very like yeah unsafe it didn't feel like it was mine like it felt like it was their experience and I was just a piece in it it. yeah and so like I remember at the beginning of our relationship I would I would have moments like where I would go Mm -hmm. to a place and I would just start like crying and shaking and he'd be like okay like Mm -hmm. and I'm like it's literally not you it's just that I'm traumatized (laughs) and I have to like regain a connection with sex again Mm -hmm. because it hasn't gone positively for yes. me in my life because your mm-hmm. body remembers even yes. if you if you're trying your best mentally to be present um because that's happened that to me shit. before even in and i it's happened at least once in every relationship and i have to explain like this is how you best support me because mm-hmm. like it's a trauma response mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not technically present i'm disassociating mm-hmm. and i'm just like curled up in a fetal position like yep. blackout yeah. yeah and even that comes with the shame because i'm like i don't want you to think i'm broken i'm not right. broken oh my god i'm just like you know and then it makes it worse because it's like you feel like you're broken and then you're like 
second guessing everything and you can't even get into that mood it's with like your is something partner. wrong with me uh, yeah i've gone through phases with that with tia like i literally like not recently but a couple months ago like literally like she made a comment and it was innocent like you're taking a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> and i like broke down yeah. into tears mm-hmm. because it's like I judge myself for taking a long time yeah. because I'm like, I know something happened to me, so I just want to be perfect sexually, you yeah. know? And it's you like, I just want to be okay. It's like, like, yeah. like I want to be able to be present and enjoy yeah. it and not live in your head. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's what we were talking about before. I was talking about that, that aspect of living in your head yeah. and having to like be present in the experience and how to in like your physical body. Yes. So to not be up here the whole time. And yeah. it's not even like, Especially when you get to the point where you're in like a healthy, loving partnership. Those can be the most oh, triggering. It's yeah. wild to me. Yeah. Just how Literally. triggering they can be. Because you like what you said, like you want to be perfect and yeah. you want to be able. It's like, dang, like that feeling of almost like, I wish I wasn't tainted. Yeah. You know, like. Literally, literally. I wish that I could just be like the purest version of myself to fully like accept and mm-hmm. be present in this and moment. And like they didn't yeah. see me as this, like, even though it's just me seeing myself that way, but like yeah. that they didn't see me as this broken yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know. I think also though, part of that mindset is if I'm being quite honest, I don't even think I've told my therapist this, but like I think I've been assaulted prior to like my big assault. And I just yeah. don't think that my brain and my self-love that. like processed, processed it. it as that. And like yeah. looking back, like I mean I'm most of it is very blacked out and like I don't remember, yeah. but just like my physical body, the things that I've been through, you I can tell that it you went remember. through. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was my fault that I did get assaulted because I I was raised by my mom until I was about eight or nine and my mom is uh, schizophrenic and so Mm -hmm. she was very physically sexually and emotionally abusive Mm -hmm. and there were quite a few things that I would experience with her in my childhood with my mom Mm -hmm. and those weren't things that I would really hear about because I would hear a lot about like dads and daughters Mm -hmm. but it was my mom who were doing these things to me Mm -hmm. and so when I got to a certain age and I got to when I did get to the point of being raped and shoot in high school and in college I I thought well it's my fault that I'm unhealed like Mm -hmm. I should have checked I should have known better and that's why I'm self-critical and hypercritical of myself now because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't be unhealed. I can't have something like that happen because I realize I'm unprotected when I am like unhealed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a tough thing to be able to get to the point where you gain an understanding and give of, grace. yeah, and give yourself grace. What do you think Sydney helped you, like led you to that point? I think the other 40 girls that were flooding my DMs, like, he did the same thing to me. Wow. Yeah. The community. You realize it's not you. Yeah. Not only that, I think that it's easier to have compassion for other people than yourself. So when I Mm. had, because honestly, like, I'm still learning to have compassion with myself with the Mm. situation. Like, I, in these moments, I was not fighting for Sid. Like, I was fighting for them because, like, yeah, it happened to me, but, like, it was... I couldn't think of it like that or I would have shut the fuck down. Yeah. It's like this this was this was an ex- yes, it's an experience, but it's technically I'm here to help other people mm-hmm. and it gives you a focus. Yeah. So you don't yes. have to focus and on a drive, it. But it and a bravery. Too, in yeah. A way. It's healing. It was also hard to let go though after yeah. the case mm-hmm. cuz like I got this like savior oh, yeah. complex yeah. that I didn't even mean to get, but like I mean I was trying my best to help people but like I didn't know what to do with myself after (laughs) like everything was over and like there was nowhere to help and like I had to literally like 
Like, this is probably the most calm I've been in my life right mm-hmm. now. Like, where peace. I'm at. I love that. Yeah. yeah like, I deserve I've, it. You thank deserve you. peace. I haven't yeah. had that level of like, everything is just like, okay. And it was uncomfortable. Like you said, like, being at peace is fucking uncomfortable. It's yeah. <laughs> what helped you to shift your focus? Like, once you realize, like, oh, I'm kind of having like a little bit of a savior complex, how did you get to like switch modes mm-hmm. into something else? I mean, I think that I'm, like, extremely aware of myself, so that, like, helps. <laughs> like, I was, yeah. like, mentally, like, checking myself, I guess. Being like, able to be self-reflective. Mm-hmm, like, bitch, you're doing a little much. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, sit the fuck down. But, like, and, but I also had to learn to be graceful and, like, with myself and be like, okay, but this is also a trauma response. Your savior, savior complex is a trauma response to what is action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and honestly, it. I still don't even think that I'm like fully there out yeah. of it. Like, I mean, like I'm out of the savior complex in the sense of like, there's nothing to save. But mm-hmm. if I was given the opportunity of like, oh, someone's in pain, I got to Like my immediate reaction is like, let me go. Yeah, <laughs> let me help. Right. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of like, and that's why I'm trying to teach myself is like, I don't need to go fight everybody's battle and save everybody and help everybody as much as I want to and would love to. Like, it is not serving to me and I have to take care Mm -hmm. of myself. Right. You have to pour into yourself first Mm -hmm. before you can pour into others. It's a difficult balance when you are the type of person. It it reminds me, makes me think about like the counseling stuff. Like you can have um, six different type of I'm trying to, oh, the Holland, the Holland types. Mm -hmm. And basically it shows you like where you would fall in your career path, what Mm -hmm. would be the best for you. And so when you're the type of person that's like that helper, Mm -hmm. like the type of person that naturally wants to be able to help people and be Mm -hmm. able to advocate for people, it, you have to create that fine line between like, I'm going to go and save you. And like, I'm going to do the best to help where I can, but also know my limits. Mm -hmm. Like it's not a bad thing to be a helper because we all need the helpers, like the people mm-hmm. that love to, to pour into stuff. others, yeah. but being able to find where that where it goes too the far for you. Yeah. I think also just like like I said, my DMs were flooded with like not only victims of his, but like victims in general. Mm. Like just like, oh my God, yeah. like thank you for speaking out. And like that, I at first I was like, like, yeah, let me help you. Let me tell you this lawyer, that lawyer, talk to this, do that. Like, but after a while, like it wears on the soul. It is like, draining. Mm-hmm. It does. And I really had to set boundaries because I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do anything else if I keep sitting here reading these like DMs that are like heartbreaking, to be quite honest. Yeah. Like they're heartbreaking yeah. whether or not like I want to process that they are. Eventually, mm-hmm. they're going to catch up. That's how it was for me. I know when I spoke about my assault on on Love is Blind, I honestly didn't think about it being such an impactful thing. It was. I think in the moment mm-hmm. I was like... If I'm going to marry someone, I want them to know this aspect of me and how it's affected me and how I've grown through it. Um, But when I did start to receive those DMs and women were like, oh, my God, thank you so much for talking about it. And like the impact that it's had on you. Mm. It it, I know what you mean about that savior complex, because I did start to feel it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, like I'm helping people. I'm helping yeah. people. I'm helping people. And that I think that's what initiated the even what led me to this podcast because I realized like sh- I love sharing my experience and helping people heal and mm-hmm. learn through that. Mm-hmm. Through my dumb mistakes or just through some of the trauma that I've had and and what I've learned uh, since then, yeah. yeah, it's the power of vulnerability. Yeah. Like that vulnerability is a superpower. It's a superpower oh, because a lot of people like. Everybody is vulnerable in terms of like they can be vulnerable with themselves. But when you're vulnerable to a big population and you open yourself up to judgment and criticism and, you know, backlash, (laughs) hate, all of that stuff. And you're able to still 
like persevere because you see the people that it's for like that that reminds me of like when you shared that video ayana of you crying like with the Mm -hmm. divorce like people like they bash people for like crying online but it's like if it wasn't for you it's not for you it's not for you You know literally people do that all the time i think that's so stupid like let somebody be vulnerable like let them cry on the internet it's not that deep yeah but honestly like i and i say this to like victims too like who are thinking about possibly coming out or like are facing this like it's hard i won't lie and be like coming out and like talking about the shit right it's Mm -hmm. easy either because like i mean i feel like i have an easy time talking about it like not easy, but easy time talking about you and you as well. Like, yeah. we've got into a place, but, like, I also think that, like, the other end can be, like, difficult, it too. Is, and, mm-hmm. like, it's not spoken about. Like, when I was coming out and saying all these things and all these victims were coming to me and saying all these amazing things, I also mm-hmm. had, like, news sources like, Sydney Stanford did this because she wants more followers. Sydney Stanford did this because mm-hmm. she's actually an Instagram whore who wanted to sleep with Drake. Like, wow. these are, like, the things and, like, the narrative that was, like, spitting around. And honestly, like... I like I don't know how I'm here like I would literally made me suicidal and like like I kid you not like just everything that came with trial like there was a man standing outside like right out here who gave served me papers out here and like I literally like stood on these stairs Tia came down with me and I just like fell onto the stairs and like just sobbed like the shit Mm -hmm. is exhausting and I would never like Cause I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, she got 50 to 60 years. Like, let me go do it. Like, girl, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I would be looking at that if there weren't 40 fucking girls, you know what yeah. I mean? And like, it is not for the week. And I'm not trying to discourage. Cause I think that things are changing that like, it is good to come out and like mm-hmm. say these things, but like. It's also, it's a, it's a, it, it comes with a, with a, some form of a burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause you're speaking for I mean, a lot of other women. Yeah, and you're fighting for something. You're fighting, especially even without meaning to. Yeah, but after, I mean, all of that is just really heavy. But then there comes a point, and like now you're married, and you're soft girl. You're living. You're soft girl. But you're plants with all my plants. Yes, all this oxygen. Trying to move to Costa Rica, (laughs) right? Honestly, like she tired. She's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Like it's just. It's nice. And this is like a soft girl era for the first time in my entire life. Yeah, to be same. Honest. same, like, same. Yeah, same like, and it's nice. Like, I could fucking breathe. Like, people keep asking me. I literally just did a video. Like, people keep asking me, what's next? What's new? Yeah. Like, nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. And I'm so happy to be like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it just feels good. Like, I mean, like, of course, I still have ambitions and like mm. things I want to do and dreams or whatever. But like, when I think about my grand scheme in life of like what I want to do, I want to be living on a beach in yeah. a tropical area, tanning every day with my animals, yeah. chilling. Just and like, serenity. Yeah. Literally with my wife and growing my fucking weed on my fucking land. Thank Come you. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but I just, I want peace. And I'm like, I, I mean, of course I'm a creative and I'm a Leo. So like I had all these ways I wanted to get to that point mm-hmm. of peace, but I'm yeah. like, or I could just fucking go and yeah. leave yeah. and not do all the shit. <laughs> all of that no. extra stuff yeah. that no, I don't No, literally. Do. And then yeah. do what I want to do out there. So it's nice. So how how it's was nice. that transition for you? Like when your wife came into your life and mm. 
you had to like, you were able to accept like a softer love after you've gone through everything that you went through. Was it really difficult? I mean, she ain't softer. (laughs) (laughs) She a New Yorker. Okay. (laughs) So it's definitely like, I still get the like, the mouth, but I need somebody with a mouth alone. Right. (laughs) Because I have a mouth. That's that Leo energy. We both are Leos. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But I'm a more emotional Leo and she's like, because I'm like on the cancer cusp, so I'm like, okay, cry about it. Yeah. Yeah. She's more like, why the fuck are you crying? Like, <laughs> and love that. But yeah. um, honestly, like, it's not like I said, it hasn't been like softer, like love her, but like yeah. <laughs> softer in the sense, but it's softer. Like, it's yeah. just chill. Like, it's stable. I don't even know how to explain it because like, I don't know how would I, ex- I would explain this to somebody like me who's yeah. going through it because it's like. I don't know. Did you experience (laughs) this? The did you experience the peace that you have now with your wife coming into your life, or did you start to experience that before her, Mm. and then you moved into it? Um, before her, I don't Mm. think I could have been married and where I am now. Like, I it definitely like love her to death. She definitely helps, but like she didn't get me there because honestly, she probably would have wanted my ass (laughs) if she had to get me there because it was a lot of work. Like. After all of this happened and stuff, like, I did end up going to rehab and stuff Mm -hmm. and, like, therapy. I see my therapist twice a week. Shout out to Gracie. Healing prior to her was, like, really important. I Mm -hmm. think that's important for any survivor, like, who wants to be in a relationship. I agree. You need to heal yourself before you try and get in a relationship with somebody because, like, at the end of the day, yes, something happened to you and it's fucked up, but your responses are you. It's your responsibility. Yeah, that's your responsibility. Your healing is your responsibility. All of us, like, our traumas, it sucks. Life is unfair, but, like, it's what is our responsibility is handling like how we react to shit and I because think that's what we forget. I yeah. agree because mm-hmm. if you're unhealed you you go on to like hurt create other hurt other people mm-hmm. and create these unhealthy relationships that just still add to your trauma. Yep. Yes. And projection on somebody else who didn't necessarily do the thing. I agree. Yeah. So no. your healing is definitely your responsibility. I know mm-hmm. for me um, it took me a while to get to the point of like being healed but when people do ask me they're like oh how did you get there and I think overall minds would probably be like that very simple umbrella term would just be like love and my my focus on uh love I'm now that I'm reading all about love I feel like it's impacting it changes my your mind. life it changes your life and she talks about love ethic and how you live your life according to love ethic you never stop fighting for love mm-hmm. and so for me it started off with self-love and then with the self-love I learned what I needed and and the type of people I wanted around me and and that's when I started to really gain my village because I started getting more like-minded people, people mm-hmm. who love the way that I love and match my energy yeah. and made replenished me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't just my own responsibility or I it wasn't it wasn't just on me to replenish myself. Like yes. I Kayla pours into me, Asia pours into me, Ariel pours pours into me. Like it's it's important to have that on top of like loving yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got to a point of being now at peace. And yeah. that's when you know you're healed when you're yeah. like at peace for the most part yeah and your people around you say so much about whether or not you are healed let me tell you now like they'll let you know (laughs) i mean not only will they let you know but like some of them aren't healed themselves yeah i think that once yes (laughs) they aren't and like i have lost a lot of friends simply because they haven't healed and that's not necessarily a bad thing in the sense of like I feel like they haven't had to go through as much shit to have to heal. So yeah. like, I give them grace in that area because it's like, that would be fucked up of me to be like, well, I wish you went through what I, right, <laughs> you know, like right. to, ha- to have to heal in that right. way. But mm-hmm. yeah, 
it's, it's like difficult because people don't heal and you have to separate yourself from them. You gotta yeah, because difficult. you can't allow it to then pour over onto what you're doing. And it like it is a true thing about the company that you keep. Like you have to be very mindful mm-hmm. about the energy that you keep around yes. you and how that is transferring over to you. But yeah, I think that just the healing journey is very like, I found it to just be very self-reflective. Yes. Like. I just had to spend a lot of time thinking and about myself and holding myself accountable yeah. to the things that I also played a part in. And so I know that that really helped me with my journey, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to get to a point where I could accept like a a love that was just like more mm-hmm. stable and full yes. and just like peaceful mm-hmm. because I became very reflective. Like, oh, like it literally like the episode we did, like I'm the villain, like- <laughs> You I'm a problem. It's like, I'm kind of getting in my own way. Yeah. Like, what, what is this? Yeah. So it's that's like so important if you're going to get to the point where you can, like when you go through traumatic things, like find someone to like match your more peaceful energy that you're trying to obtain. Like, yeah, because it'll bring you back. I know being with someone who is like wildly incompatible, I started to notice things about myself. I started to go back to like uh, trauma responses and like, someone that I had grown out of being. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's it's important to find like-minded people around yeah. you who who pour into you and who who encourage peace in, in your life and their own lives. Um, because that, I mean, that shit is, yeah. it's important. It's yeah. important. And your partners too. I think that's important too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. Tia, she don't put up with none of that shit. Like she feels sergeant. <laughs> she, she won't be, she doesn't let me get away with that shit. And I honestly appreciate it because it's like, don't let me get away with that yeah. shit. I tell people all the time, it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be the the brain of the relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to be able to recognize, but you have to have a partner who ha- who's emotionally intelligent. But I want them to be able to look and be like, Ayana, I feel like you're acting out right now or you're projecting or like, mm-hmm. but they have to have sense themselves. That yep. requires a certain level of trust. And I think yeah. that's what goes back to understanding yourself. Yeah. Honestly. And also knowing that like that, that whole conversation and stuff, like most of the time it's not going to be like, what you want to hear like yeah. it like it sounds good in theory but then when it's actually happening it's like who are you, like, talking, who to? Are you talking to <laughs> listen what <laughs> excuse me she called me what lazy or some shit the other day i nearly had a goddamn breakdown but did i make like a shit ton of money like the week after because she said that hell yeah and mm-hmm. sometimes like we can't motivate ourselves so you need you need yeah. people because we yeah. have blind spots i say that all the time i i'm i am very self-aware and i'm constantly uh just being self-reflective but even still i have blind spots because of my ego mm-hmm. because of my trauma because of like so I need other people around me who have sense, who can look at my behaviors and be like, Ayana, now Ayana. That's bitch. not it. That ain't it. <laughs> Come on that now. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you revert back. Yeah. Because we're human. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we need it sometimes. I feel like I do that a lot. Like I'm the, you, another thing is knowing like, each other's strengths yes. in the relationship. Important on the strengths and then feeding into those strengths. Because yes. it's it's not just about correcting, it's about correcting in love. Mm-hmm. And that comes with the, what you call it, the compliment sandwich. Oh, yeah. look, I always say, my fiance, he needs compliment sandwich. I understand that about him. And so I give it to him. I'm like, you're doing great, sweetie. However... <laughs> This is not working. But you're great. But I love you. <laughs> See, I'm the one but who needs it. the compliment sandwich. Yeah. I'm teaching her how to make the compliment sandwich. Mm-hmm. She doesn't quite understand how to make it just yet. <laughs> She's like, but I'm just going to tell you like it is. Right. <laughs> like, do you York want the truth or like, not? That's definitely that New York. It's absolutely that New mm-hmm. York. They just give it to you straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, New York, Leo. is just, yep. you don't get yeah. it. But like, 
it's very important to have somebody who understands how to communicate and also somebody who's patient enough to try and figure that yes. out. Yes. There are moments and things that have happened between the two of us where, like, looking back, I'm like, how the fuck? Where the... Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, I know it would never happen again because we've learned and we've grown and we've... See, that's what that. happens, though, when you find a partner who's willing to grow with you. Yep. Grow that's really what it's about you. because we're human and we're going to make mistakes. There right. are things that are going to happen. Yeah. But is this person accountable enough that once it happens the first time, they're like, that will never happen again because yeah. now I know. Yeah. I know how to respond in that situation mm-hmm. if it ever was to come up again. But that that goes you and that goes back to, to the thing of like growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Yeah. Like, do I have a partner who can look at the problem and say, this is this is our issue it's not me versus you it's mm-hmm. us versus the problem yeah and you need that in a yep. way, especially with people who've experienced trauma like mm-hmm. because Hell we already yeah. feel enough shame within ourselves and we and have to constantly come back up and say exactly <laughs> right. already, already have issues with saying no sometimes mm-hmm. so like we need a partner who's gonna be in it with us not yeah. against us with, and not test those boundaries and not test yep. them yes. oh my god heavy mm-hmm. on the not test the boundaries okay well let's just move <laughs> on um <laughs> So is there anything, Sydney, that you want to share about, like, I know you said that you're like, what's next? Nothing. (laughs) But what are maybe some interests that like, besides moving to Costa Rica, that you're looking to get into, like in this new phase of your life? Uh, Definitely, like I said, peace for sure. But like, I mean, I forever will be a sexual soul advocate. I will always be here. My DMs will always be open. I will always be somebody that people can come to and get help, resources, whatever it is that they may need from. Um, I think eventually, once I have a little more space and time from the case and everything that's been going on and stuff, like, I do want to get back into advocacy in a way that doesn't trigger and, yeah. Like, yeah. re... just get me into a place. Something with some good boundaries. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. with some good boundaries for sure. And I think eventually I'll definitely be able to do that. And it's definitely something I'm mm-hmm. super passionate about. Um, I also am trying to get into PR. So yes. go to PR yes. Oh, we would love that. Yeah, listen, <laughs> because honestly... Once you go through hell yourself on yeah. the internet yeah. and get blasted everywhere and stuff, and I can help anybody now. Right? Yeah. You learn things. Yeah. yeah. You learn, learn some things. things. So, you know, I honestly, like, there are things that I'm, like, looking forward to, but yeah. honestly, that's about it. Oh, and you guys asked me this kind of earlier because we had a pre-interview, y'all. But yeah, <laughs> we did. Um, definitely something I just want to put out there that in L.A. and in New York, if you are a victim, I'm going to say this to the camera, if you are a victim, that you can come forward past this time of like, what is the statute of limitation? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like five or six years or something like that for statute of limitation. They extended it. They've, I think they've gotten rid of it completely, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Oh. Okay. So you could come forward at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, like there are so many reasons that we don't come forward. Right. Some of it even being not understanding what happened to us. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very It's just important. a lot of process. Yeah. So you need the time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, honestly, like, my case, if this law was passed, he probably would be in there without parole for life. Like, yeah. there would be DNA tests that would have been considered, you know? Like, yeah. so many things. And to be quite honest, like, fuck the police. They don't follow up, okay? Yeah. They, don't, they aren't helpful. You may get a rape kit and never hear back. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, all these dormant rape kits and all of these things now have a life again. And yeah. I think it's really important that if you have gone through something, you can, like, speak out. Yeah. yeah. Pocket, you know? Yeah. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well... I love this. Oh, well, now we can. I remember you saying there was. Yeah, that was what she shared. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, because I remembered it, but yeah. she she got to it, so I was like, okay, yeah. we're good. No, you're fine. Okay, so now we could pull the last few of our okay. friendship. We're not really strangers. Want to do a two and a three? Yeah, okay. you could pull. I'll pull two or three. Do a two again. I'll do a two. Again. Oh yeah, the three is the last one. Okay, what's the hardest part about making new friends for you? Hmm. I don't like nobody. Else. I was just about to say I don't actually. I can't say that anymore. I think I have a, a better uh, compassion for people now. Well, kind of. Oh. Actually, that's not true. I don't like people. <laughs> I just, I feel like I've been through so much that, like, it's really hard to find people who have also been through so much and, like... Who understand it. Who, who understand it, yeah. it and aren't fucking crazy and mm-hmm. jumping off of a cliff because, honestly... Other people who have healed. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> yeah. 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 I bet you could be doing that right now. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's hard to just find, I think, in general, like-minded people. I like, agree. people that get it. Especially, like... I think that with me, because I'm such a dreamer, a lot of the things that I aspire for are things that to some people might seem a little outlandish. Oh, yeah. And so I have to be very protective of the like who I have around so me because so they don't poke holes in it. Like mm-hmm. I already have family that would do that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't I really don't need <laughs> friendships that would not align yeah. where people can't see my visions and, and pour into them. Yeah. No, so that part I think is a little difficult for yeah. me. And just putting myself out there in general because I'm a homebody. And okay. so I was just about to say I also need to leave the house. Right. <laughs> my, see to me like if we can't just sit in the house together and chill, I'm what like well I don't know is that though what? if you I can't mean, just like be with each other just be oh yeah. yeah honestly I feel like like my best friend and I like I consider that like a type of intimacy like real shit like that yes. is my mm-hmm. yes bitch like if mm-hmm. D ain't talking to me yeah I know who will exactly <laughs> exactly I know who to call like yeah. my bestie you know like so I think that that's like a whole different type of intimacy and that requires vulnerability it which like, yep. you know it it's hard yeah it does. It does. for sure yeah. Okay, I'm going to pull one more of the level two because I know what the level three is, so I'm saying it. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I like this one. This is a good last like question to ask. What are you proudest of yourself for? Permission to brag. Oh, permission to brag. Yeah. Ooh. I said permission to brag, so don't what act like I, that. What am I going to brag about, though? <laughs> you got something to brag about? Bitch, you're brave. 50 to 60 years, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Right. Hello. Right. I mean, I, I'm really proud of, like, being brave, like you said. I, you know what? For, I agree. I will say yeah. the same. I'm proud of myself for being able yeah. to continuously be so vulnerable mm-hmm. in front of, like, a fucking camera and, mm-hmm. like, people, so many different people. And, and and yeah, I mean, that's that requires and bravery. Surviving. Yeah, surviving. surviving. Not just surviving, mm-hmm. thriving. Yeah. That's surviving what I say. I'm not, a, I'm not just a survivor anymore. I'm thriving. Literally. Yeah, I've moved past the survival mode. Yeah, which is nice. I feel like I'm just really proud of this podcast. Yeah, like this is just this is really just like outlandish and amazing that within the time span of seven months we have been able. This is our baby. Do so much, and you know we've had like amazing people like you, like that. We've just it's just like literally last year. I would have never imagined, like, like y'all doing this. Yeah, no, Crazy seriously. How life changes, right? Like, mm-hmm. literally, some shit you would never even like consider or think about doing, and now you're here, right? Yeah, and, and like, my thing was like, built. I knew this was the type of stuff that I wanted to do, but it never seemed tam- yeah. tangible. Yeah. So the fact that I was able to like push past that fear and just step out on faith of like who I know that I am, yeah. to mm-hmm. chase my dreams and whatnot—that's something that like I feel very 
proud about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And okay, I think you should be proud. Yeah. Both of us should be proud. Mm-hmm. So the last one is a wild card and it says, take a selfie, save it for memories. Oh! We already took one, but we're going to take one more. Period. We're going to take one more right here, right now. Okay. Wait, yeah. I wasn't done. I'm oh, fine. you want another one? That was in a like, cute one. <laughs> that I don't know. I okay, don't. one more. Okay. Okay. We just have to <laughs> we gotta do it, it. every I time. Every time. Every time. I think that this will be a good episode, Ayana. You haven't done it since we've what the affirmations. Oh my God, affirmations. Oh, should I pull the ones that I have this morning? Oh yeah, you had some good ones this I had, morning. I don't want to do all of them because it was a lot. Yeah, just pick <laughs> like I did a lot of a top. Did three. you write them? I did, and I, I look. I wrote them, and then I put them on our mirror this morning for us to. Before we left to go yeah. eat, Ariel was like. <laughs> I was like, no, we have to stand here and do these affirmations before we leave. I used to leave. do that every fucking day. I used to have to write it on my mirror. My therapist told me to do that shit. I was so tired of it. Like, I am beautiful looking at myself like, right. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know and I know how we feel. Right. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. Right. <laughs> All right. I'll just do a few. Are you ready? Yes. yes. Okay. I am a creative. I am a creative. Oh, I'm saying it. Yeah, I yes. am a creative. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, oh. I am love for simply being me. I am love for simply being me. Period. Poo. If I follow my passion, the money will follow. If, if I follow my passion, the money will follow. Okay. Kaching. I am wise and I trust myself. I am wise and I trust myself. And lastly, I am worthy. I am worthy. Period. Yes. Well, I really hope you all enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Thank you so much, Sydney, for resharing i know that it takes a lot to be able to muster up the strength to relive and talk about things that are really hurtful and traumatic that you've been through and so i really appreciate you being vulnerable in the sake of like helping others like sharing our stories so that others can feel seen and heard when they don't have a voice so um as always you all know where you can find us but i'll share it if you're new here um on youtube we are filling the blank podcast on tiktok we are filling the blank pod on instagram we are filling the blank underscore you can follow me at as told by dot kayla ayana at ayana dot amore and sydney at Sydney X Stanford. <laughs> so thank you all so much for tuning in. And we will also link some resources for anybody who is struggling or going through anything like domestic violence, sexual abuse, or anything like that. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.